Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. So I just want to say it's really good to be with you. I've been missing you all. It's good to be back again. And just be assured that uh, we've been all praying for one another during these times, huh? And thank you, Father Dan, for letting me share a word today. It's a very beautiful time of the year, isn't it? When we hear this voice of John the Baptist crying out in the wilderness, prepare a way for the Lord, make straight his paths. And I sort of have the idea that maybe John the Baptist is walking through the modern wilderness of uh, maybe the local mall where people are very busy um, collecting their consumer goods for Christmas uh, and where there's maybe some pipe music and tinsel and um, lots of hustle and bustle uh, and yet maybe not many are really thinking of the reason for the season. Haven't quite grasped what we are preparing for. And John the Baptist would be crying out, <clears throat> now prepare the way for the Lord and he's coming to us. The voice of God in the wilderness as it were. John the Baptist was quoting, of course, from that text from Isaiah that we had in the first reading. And it's a beautiful text because the people are in exile and Isaiah is giving them the good news that God is preparing a way to liberate them and set them free. And so he speaks to the heart of Jerusalem. And I do believe now today that God would want to speak to each one of our hearts at this time uh, that he is coming that he is a God who comes to us especially in our deepest needs and as Isaiah was saying he says console my people console my people I've heard their suffering and I come to them now to bring them consolation. This is the great message of, of this season, that God is coming. He's always coming to us to bring us a new joy and, and a new freedom. But we need to allow him to make a way into our hearts. So it's a make a way for the Lord into our hearts at this time. To let his love win our hearts again. Because possibly our hearts have shifted in a way, maybe because of our own self-centeredness and self-preoccupation. And he's wanting us to turn again so that he can enter 
more richly and more fully into our hearts. It's like as if he's saying, you make room for me today and as you move towards Christmas. And don't be like the people in Bethlehem who shut their doors on the Saviour. He was shut out, remember. But rather, open our hearts. And in the uh, text from Isaiah, there's some images there about making the way through the desert, as it were. Uh, And it says that God intends to make a way so that every valley will be filled in. And, And every mountain will be laid low and every cliff will be made into a plain and every ridge will be overcome. I just want to give you my little take on those images. Every valley will be filled in. To make his way into our hearts, maybe he finds there, as it were, a valley of darkness, maybe it's a bit of depressiveness, possibly, maybe uh, a low spirit, sense of discouragement, loss of hope, and he wants to fill that with his love. That's his purpose in these days, if we let him. You know how in Psalm 23 it says, "In in the valley of darkness no evil will I fear. No matter what your valley has become interiorly, he will fill this. He wants to make a full way into your life, into your heart, so he can reside fully there as your hope, as your joy, as your freedom. And every mountain will be laid low. Now for me that speaks of the mountain in my heart that can arise of my own pride of my own self-sufficiency, where I find myself um, trying to do it all myself uh, and forget that I'm totally dependent upon God. And so he wants to lay low that mountain of pride, as it were, and resistance to him and his ways, so he can come fully into my heart in this season as I come to Christmas. So there's a repentance that needs to happen. Uh, The heart may be a bit bit closed to God and now has to open up again so that I can breathe again, as it were. Uh, I've always found it hard to breathe with those masks on uh, and and my my glasses fog up. It's terrible. (laughs) uh, But we can breathe again, right, in the heart, right? Uh, because the heart gets a bit stifled and the freshness of the spirit can come alive again within us. And then the, the other image there is that every cliff will be made into a plain. When I think of the cliff, I think about fear and anxiety of falling, <laughs> of, of somehow or other everything going wrong in, in life. Uh, and life is precarious after all, isn't it? And we can become quite paralyzed by fear and anxiety. But he wants to lift that from us. You know, he promises a deep peace that we can hand over to him all our worries, all our anxieties, all our troubles, all our, our struggles of heart. 
and allow him to come and reside within us and bring the peace that surpasses all understanding, the peace that he promises. He says, peace I give to you, my own peace I leave with you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. Huh? So let's not be afraid then that even if we should uh, in some way come under duress, we know he will hold us and carry us, us through that. So let, let that uh, cliff then be made into a plane where there's uh, simply the, the peace of the Lord and the understanding of his great love. And every ridge, it says, will be overcome. For me, that represents like resistance in the heart. All of us have to some degree, unfortunately, because of the sinfulness that has come into our lives, we have a certain amount of resistance to God's love. Strangely enough, it's what the heart longs for most, but there's another part of the heart that resists, that pulls back, that uh, doesn't seem to allow the Lord to have his way. So he's coming to us to win our, us by his love again. And so be ready for him, allow him to, to take hold of your heart in a new way. Maybe you've been clinging to the things of God rather than to God himself. And that becomes an obstacle. He just wants to sort of break that down through our repentance so that he can dwell within us very fully and completely. Allow him to occupy the heart. Allow him to be the king of the heart. He's king of love. As I think of all this, I was thinking of, of the story of St. Augustine, the great Augustine, who as a young man had sort of turned away from God and lived a very dissolute life uh, and didn't know how to come back to God. But gradually he was converted through the preaching of Ambrose and he realized that Christianity was the real way to go. But he couldn't break with his old habits. And finally he had this moment where he heard a cry of a child crying out, uh, you know, take and read, take and read. So he took up the scriptures, which was there, and he read a text that just cut his heart, and he gave himself to God. And thinking about this later, he was praying to the Lord, as it were, in his confessions, and he said this, Late have I loved you, O beauty, so ancient and so, so deep. Late have I loved you. And this is the point I want to make. He says to the, to the Lord, you were within me, but I was outside. And I fell on the beautiful things of your creation to satisfy me rather than you. But you broke through my deafness and you made me see again. And you put into my heart the breath of your spirit and now I pant for you. There's something like that of what the Lord, I think, would do for us as he refreshes us during this time of Advent. That he would allow us to embrace him, not just fall on the, the, the consumer goods that are all out there for Christmas at this time, but rather to fall upon him. And, and he is within us already, and he, but he wants that pathway more deeply into your heart. 
He wants to be able to capture your heart more fully with his love. And to let that happen, let him have his way with you. And then that will bring the deepest joy to the heart. That brings the deepest peace. That brings the deepest freedom. Nothing's more wonderful than the love of God and when we allow him to really have his way with us. So let's not just be outside of ourselves with busy things at this time of the year. Let's have some quiet where we allow the Lord of all to dwell within and welcome him fully with no resistance, no holding back. Let him be the Lord and his love is actually the deepest need and the deepest cry of each of our hearts. Nothing can satisfy us more deeply than the Lord himself. And bless his name. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.